It is the year 142 ABY on a planet called Wayland, a thriving forested planet in the mid-rim. From a nearby peak, you examine the next mountain over where you can see the ruins of a long decommissioned science facility that once belonged to the old empire. This place is called Mount Tantus, and not much is known to you about it other than the fact that it is the target of your mission. Your mysterious employer has asked you to enter the facility and to try and locate any data still intact there. You're being compensated generously for your discretion. Does my crew want to introduce themselves? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> why doesn't it? <laughs> why? <laughs> why don't we start with you, Cap? <laughs> he's silent. He's on mute. Well, he's muted. Hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> okay. God, I was, I was muted in two places, and I thought I was... <laughs> fuck, I was talking this whole time. <laughs> God damn it. No, oh my God. I was introducing my character when you said, let's start with Cap. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Hi. Hello. Let me start over. Hi, everyone. I am Cap, and I am playing Eben Rook, the bounty hunter playbook. I am specifically a Mandalorian. A typical sort of Mandalorian armor. Mostly black and gray, but there are some bronze decoration, I could say, on the helmet and like down by the legs. Uh, Ryan, let's hear about your character. Hello, I am Ryan. I am Irva Avon. I am playing the Outcast. I am a Fosh, which is a avian or bird-like character. Amazing. Which I don't know if I'm supposed to say what the Outcast is or not. You don't have to. Okay. Be sneaky about it. Katie, tell us about your... Who are you? Say, hi, I'm Katie and I'm Dick. (laughs) that's not my name (laughs) hi i'm katie it's my name why are you talking like that fuck you man (laughs) i'm playing d1q the droid did i say the word droid weird or was it just you say every fucking word weird (laughs) you've pretty much said the entire (laughs) thing pretty weird you are yeah weird (laughs) today but should i try again lead into it should i try again you crushed it bestie no, no, no more chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of droid are you, Dick? I'm not. <laughs> my name is not Dick. It's D1Q. <laughs> I am a housekeeping droid turned rogue. <laughs> so I look a lot like the little robot from Wally, but more like R2 sized. Like Wally or like Eva? No, the the cleaning one. There's two little robots in that movie. No, there's there's a side character. There's way more than two robots. <laughs> yeah, Wally, Wally robots is a cleaning one, also. No, so. I will look up its name. <laughs> it has a name. I don't know what the name is. I've been in the mindset she looked like Eva this entire time, so I'm along for the ride as well. <laughs> <laughs> Paint us a droid picture. Its name is Mo Mo in the movie. So I have a big square head, and I'm lifted up on a repulsor lift, so I I don't walk. I hover above the ground, but instead of arms, well, I kind of have arms, but I have two arms that have like a rolling pin in between them that I use to clean everything. Sounds very practical. I love it. (laughs) 
I might have more arms. You don't know. And you don't want to see where those are. <laughs> Does your repulsor lift make sound? Does it make sound? Yeah, like, is there, like, a little, like, woo, 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 Yeah, probably. And I also have a little light on top of my head. <laughs> a flashing light. Amazing. And I am Ian, your GM, or the Senate, as it's called in, Lightside, which is a Star Wars powered by the Apocalypse game written by me and Cap. Woo! I'm not going to talk about how I didn't have really anything to do with it. Oh, shit, I forgot it was written by Cap, too. No, I mean, <laughs> Ian did 99.8%, but I did name it the Senate, so I am pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah, so very excited to show this to the public for the first time, but yeah, let's get into the game here. You're on Wayland, you're looking at this mountain, you're going to go into these old imperial ruins. Are we on a ship? Your ship is parked behind you, you're in a clearing on a an elevated area, you're kind of in a spot where you can... Either do some recon or, or approach or do your thing. All right, D1. Go down there and do some recon. Okay, I will go down. <laughs> I will go Great. down. Don't clean anything. I'm, I'm going to clean everything. I clean the ramp on the way down. Don't clean anything. <laughs> All right, I'll go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's gonna be a good time. Okay, you can take. We'll have a. We'll have a. We'll have a. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a good time. You said this is outfire. What was that? Everyone's gonna have a good time. Okay. Okay. So Dick goes down into the valley. Stop calling me. She was she was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> <laughs> this is we have fun here. We have fun. I'm just trying to go through the character. D one Q. Rook, you're waiting for the results of your droid. Irva, what are you doing in this moment? You're too hard on the little one, you know. It hasn't got any emotions. It's a droid. That's alive. I could say the same thing about you. Hmm? I'm actually quite sensitive. Yes, you should treat it as the same. <clears throat> All right, hardhead. Let's take a look. Dick, are you just do are you just going into the valley to like survey the the area? What what's your plan? You won't call me D1Q. <laughs> <laughs> You named yourself Dick. I'm I I made this hole and now I have to lie in it. <laughs> okay, well I have Roger Roger, so I'm being oh, directed cool. by. Wow. <laughs> oh, cool! Did not know you had that move when I told you what to do. That's great. So I have plus one ongoing. Read Roger Roger for the people. Roger Roger, plus one ongoing while acting as directed by another player. So I'm doing nice. what I'm told by Rook. There's not really a, like, you know, an investigate move. So the closest thing we have here is, uh, I've got a bad feeling about this, which is plus force, but you do get <laughs> your plus one ongoing. Uh, so I've got a bad feeling about this. When you scan your surroundings because you have a bad feeling, the force is trying to tell you something. Roll plus force. On a 10 plus, hold two. On a seven to nine, hold one. Questions are, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? 
What here can I use to my advantage? Do I sense someone I hadn't anticipated being here? Who else is in danger? What's the best way to help the victims? On a miss, things are much worse than you anticipated. Okay. <laughs> it's a six. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, you would mark dark side, but you're a droid, so you don't have to. But you do mark experience. Okay. In this game, instead of having luck, like in Monster of the Week, you have a balance track. So uh, if you mark all your dark side, you run the risk of turning to the dark side. You can also mark dark side to push yourself or to help another crew member, but you have to decide before you roll. I think you get down to the valley and you realize that there was a better... Uh, the whole reason why you landed up on the mountain was so that you would have a good vantage point. And now you're down in a valley and you can't really see anything. And also, there's a rustling off in the off in the woods. So, yeah, what do you do? D1Q? Um, okay, yeah, I will head back in that direction. In that case, we'll switch back to uh, Rook and Irva. So I have a move called Bounty Guild. At the beginning of each mission, or at the Senate's discretion, roll plus smooth. And there are some options. But I will roll plus smooth. And let's find out. That is an 8 on the dice. Plus 2 is a 10. All right. You're given a bounty for a target that will be nearby in your next mission. Your contact at the guild will tell you if the employer wants them warm or cold. Um, okay, so your bounty has been rumored to be in this system. And his name is Dr. Nalgren. He is a Yuzum, and he's wanted cold. So I hope a Yuzum is what I was thinking a Yuzum looks like. I'm pretty excited to see. A Yuzum? <laughs> Yuzum. <laughs> Do you want me to kill that adorable little fucking honeycomb cereal mascot? Yes, because that is the creature that sings the awful musical number in Return of the Jedi, and I will never forgive George Lucas for this Perfect. transgression Can't against wait. this movie. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is not the one from that movie. Unless. Could be. This is Dr. Nalgren. He's wearing a lab coat in the little bounty puck that you have. And it like shows me a little... Holographic bust of Yasm. Yeah, bust of Yasm, which is also my <laughs> band name. <laughs> Sounds gross. All right, does anybody do anything else before Dick comes back? I don't think that droid's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> they will return very momentarily. You have very little faith and patience. Maybe we should meet them halfway. Day one, what did you find? Boy, there's nothing there. <laughs> Oi, who programmed you with slang? You. <laughs> yeah, right. Kids say the damnedest thing, don't they? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see mu much of anything. You seem to be malfunctioning, dear. I am a little bit. <laughs> Did you just say sprat? What was that noise you just made? I made a robot noise. <laughs> mm. 
Can we be on our way then? I have a lot invested inside of that facility. By the way, over. Yes. Which I guess technically to get to that mountain we need to cross the valley, don't we? Yeah. I definitely heard something in there, though. That's why I turned around, because I... You see, that would have been good information when I asked you what you saw. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I didn't see anything! I heard it! Well, then, my dear, let's keep our sharpest eyes out. Now, won't we? Hmm? Blast us up. The compartment opens on my side, and a little arm pops out, and it's a pea shooter. <laughs> I realize no one could see how dope of a bird head movement I just did while talking to Katie. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a me problem or me just being dope, but I just did a really dope bird head movement. A sassy bird. <laughs> <laughs> we follow Erva into the valley. Great. Blasters at the ready for whatever Dick heard. So you continue down this peak back through the forest that D1Q was trying to do some recon in. And uh, you do kind of continue to hear these uh, rustling sounds all around you. Uh, but it's tough to see. Uh, the, the, the forest is thick down here in the valley. And it's hard to see if it's just, you know, general natural movement or wind. Or, or what? But yeah, you continue up Mount Tantus, and it's kind of a steep climb. It takes the better part of the day, but you eventually get into somewhat of a ravine where there are uh, there's a high cliff on either side of you, and you hear kind of like a skittering movement up above you. Then, before you know it, you hear a roar. And there's something up ahead of you, and you turn back to make sure you still have an escape route, and there's something behind you as well. And uh, you see these quadrupedal beasts. These are local creatures called Earth Beasts. And they roar at you and begin shooting their snot at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to roll <laughs> plus scruff. All of us? Everyone roll plus scruff as you're coated in earth beast snot. Uh, and that's 2d6, right? Yes. Oh, that's much better. I got a five, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> I got a ten. I got a four. Wow, I'm so clean! <laughs> D1Q, you are unaffected by this not maybe it doesn't even affect robots but the <laughs> your other two companions fall paralyzed to the ground oh god tpk right off the start <laughs> i believe in you dick <laughs> i start fervently <laughs> trying to clean them off with my rolling pin <laughs> <laughs> oh i would like to use my Morai to let me re-roll. There you go. I can do it twice per mission. I have Morai, which is a small mysterious creature, seems to follow you wherever you go. You owe them your life. Describe what <laughs> it looks like and how it behaves. As long as you follow your code, this creature can help you re-roll a roll twice per mission. 
I want my Morai to be completely mental. Completely mental. No, like in his head. Oh, like I don't I I don't think it's something that anyone ever sees. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I think it is another avian creature. Looks a lot like an owl. And it's kind of the wise man in my head. Awesome. You see it fly above you as you start to get affected by this earth snot. Uh, and you are able to roll again. And that is a 10. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Well, then you are not affected by the earth snot as well. Something about the force just keeps you uh, keeps you mobile here. But you're you are surrounded by these beasts and your bounty hunter companion has fallen heavy to the ground. His armor isn't quite as cumbersome as most Mandalorians you've seen, but it is heavy nonetheless. And Dick is trying to clean. <laughs> yeah, Dick, I'll say you can get this snot off of him, uh, but it's going to take a little bit of time here. Actually, let's have you... This seems like kind of an act under pressure type moment. Let's have you use the force here. I just suck at the force. See if you're able to do this under pressure as these, uh, these creatures start to close in. Okay. Oh, okay, it's an eight on the dice minus one. It's a seven. The sin So use the force. When you tap into the living force to do something extraordinary, roll plus force. This is both kind of a Jedi wielding the force, like force push style, but it's also regular people uh, kind of acting under pressure. So on a seven and nine, the Senate will offer you a worse outcome, a difficult choice or price to pay. I'm going to say that I'm just going to give you a worse outcome. I'm going to say that you are able to get him cleaned off, uh, but he's going to be still pretty like, woozy and he's gonna take minus one on going until this effect wears off glad your roll hurt me that's good yeah i'll take it it's fine yeah i'm sure you will <laughs> would you for once quiet it down i will handle this yeah erva these beasts are getting close as d1q cleans off rook what do you do um i would like to shoot them yeah, that's going to be Blastem, which is a plus smooth roll. So Blastem, when you take aim and shoot a target at range, roll plus smooth. Ooh, that is a 10. On a 10 plus, you get a clear shot. Deal your weapon's damage. Uh, that is two, uh, close to mid. Yeah. That's what it does. Sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ranges are a little bit different in this game, so... Close is like melee range, so only small blasters can uh, can be used in close range. So close slash mid means that you can use it in either close or mid range. And then, you know, far is off, obviously like sniper range. So, um, but yeah, you shoot at one of these earth beasts and it glances off its shoulder, which stops it. But there's still one behind you. And then there's still the two up above the above you on the cliffs. Okay. Rook, at this point, you are cleaned up enough to move, and you see the scenario. What do you do? What I'm going to do is pull my vibro knife out of my 
boot holster. Hold it in my right hand, and with my left hand, I'm going to raise my blaster gauntlet that I wear and shoot up at the beast on the cliff. Okay, blast him. Minus one from the earth snot. Okay, ten. Uh, that minus one is negated. I have a plus one because it is my signature weapon. So, sure. It is a ten all day to blast him. Cool. And what is what harm does your blaster do? That is. Uh, wait, what range are they? I should have asked. That's my fault. Uh, you can pretty much assume anything that's not in melee range is mid, unless you're okay. like far away. Okay, so this is uh, close mid, but it does do three harm. Okay, one of the ones up on the cliff. And I'm going to position myself in a place around the droid to try to keep it from being uh, mauled to death. <laughs> All right, you, uh, each of these Earth Beasts is still standing here. Uh, what... What, do you guys have a plan to get out of here? I mean, you're kind of being encircled. There's two of them that have taken hits, but... Erva, what do you think? Should we run? Yes, I do believe we need to escape this situation. Uh, all right. Um. So what direction am I looking at that these beings are, like, surrounding us in? And what direction are we trying to go? Are they basically, like... You know the uh, the frost troll on High Hrothgar in Skyrim, mm-hmm. the one, yes. the <laughs> like, yeah, that's basically the scenario you're in. You're in that ravine. There's a uh, one of these beasts is ahead of you where you're trying to go. One of them is behind you uh, where you have come from, and then the other two are up on those cliffs that you know that are like up above you, but to either side. Okay. If possible, I would like to discreetly force push the one ahead of us where we're trying to go. Sure. To continue up the path. Yeah, uh, go ahead and use the force. That's plus force. All right. So I got a nine. Yeah, that's a worse outcome, difficult choice, or price to pay. So here's what I'm going to say. Your price to pay here is you push this Earth Beast uh, out of the way so that your group can continue on and run from these creatures, but the one behind you is going to leap at you and attack you with its claws. Okay. Can I attempt to pew-pew it? Yeah, using your pea shooter? Yes. (laughs) Uh, I think that that just does one harm uh, uh let me ask let me ask erva did you did you shoot the one ahead of you or behind you the one that you force pushed was that the one that you also shot or did you shoot the one behind you and then force push the one ahead of you i was shooting the one ahead of me okay yeah d1 you can shoot the one behind him for one harm <laughs> it doesn't help much are you trying to defend her or just shoot it yes yeah, That's a good question. I, Are you trying? Yeah, I'm trying to defend. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, you can roll defend. That's plus scruff. Okay. When you attempt to defend yourself or another crewmate from an incoming threat, roll plus scruff. That is a nine. Okay. So choose a drawback. You prevent the harm, but choose a drawback. Take one harm. Ignore armor. The enemy gains influence over you, or take minus one forward. I'll take minus one forward. Why not? All right. <laughs> uh, cool. 
Get the gears turning, droid. We've got to leg it. <laughs> I'm zooming. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> that really is a good Roy Kent. It really is. It's it's the it might be better than Roy Kent himself. <laughs> <laughs> so Irva, you force push the Earth Beast ahead of you out of the way, but one leaps up on your back, and D1Q just uh, bodies this thing out of the way. They must not be very big um and uh and yeah you all start to make your way up the path i'm floating believe me i've seen it before we just need the high ground (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) that little laugh is rook still dirty no you cleaned me completely okay cool is it wait? Is it were you gonna try to clean me more? Please don't yes. spend this whole game trying to clean me like a weird cat. I'm I'm loved clean. I'm also wondering why we're bringing our cleaning droid on this mission because I, that's I've, like I've been reprogrammed. I just am originally. That's like a an assassin, droid. just like hold on, I have to bring my vacuum. <laughs> nobody expects a cleaning droid I've been they can get in and out of any situation yeah. I am going to try to lead us through this just pushing towards the other mountain where we need to go but I'm going to be out in front sure yeah you're on the way up that mountain um, and you I think that these creatures I think you did enough damage to where they have backed off uh, you broke through their their flanking maneuver and so they are just uh hoping for an easier hunt someday so they may be tailing you but they're no longer actively attacking you and you get up into the docking bay sort of area so the forest just kind of cuts off here where you can suddenly see this imperial structure this docking bay area uh, i will say there are is quite a bit of foliage, uh, ivy roots, um, in some cases have broken through the structure. Um, some parts of it are totally collapsed. This is certainly not an operational fortress, so to speak. I would like to try to figure out the best entrance into this building because it looks dangerous. Uh, sure. Why don't you? I've got a bad feeling about this. A gab fat, as I like to call it. <laughs> what you call me? That's, I don't. That doesn't sound good, and I don't know why. <laughs> a gab fat. A gab fat. A gab I've got fat. a bad feeling about this. <laughs> All right, that is six on the dice minus one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Fail forward, besties. Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so, Rook, you start to look around trying to find the best entrance. And it's a pretty sweeping, I mean, it's not land, but landscape. It's a pretty large hangar. And you hear a blaster go off in the distance and it echoes throughout the cavern and before you know it you are hit in the shoulder and you're gonna take three harm as you turn to see that you have been shot from afar there is a sniper across the hangar from you dang ferric get down excuse me (laughs) what get 
down. Uh, this is how tall I am. I can't get Stay back, little one. <laughs> he means less down and more over here. Oh, is everybody marking dark side when they fail these things? Fail? No, I'm marking experience when I fail. Yeah, you're supposed to do both. Oh, I can do that. I failed twice. So every time I fail, I mark experience and dark side. Mm-hmm. I only mark experience, right? This blaster continues to fire, and as it does, you see that these aren't blaster rounds. They're slug rounds, which are like actual projectiles. What do you do? Can I see where the uh, the origin of the slugs is? Yes, there's kind of a larger shuttle. It doesn't look operational, but... This sniper is hidden on top of it and using it as a vantage point against you. How far away would you say? Um, like a hundred yards. Okay, so far on the listing of like weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ava, give me some cover fire. I'll go around. Yes, I'm here. Stay here, little one. Oh man, I was thinking I could maybe. I want to look around and see if there's any sort of like working like communication system or is it like absolutely everything like you can tell this place has not been used in a long time. I'm looking for something to slice. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like this place has been used in a long time, but I think you can stay in cover and find like a little wall terminal to slice into uh slices when you use your computer savvy to try and hack into a system roll plus tech and yeah i think once you kind of get your little scomp link in there you find surprisingly that there is some uh latent power to this system okay and i have minus one forward still plus two it's a seven just barely Woo. all right so hold one and i believe you hold an extra so you hold two because of your scomp link yeah you can spend your holds one for one to do the following bar a doorway open a doorway ask one question from i've got a bad feeling about this cause a distraction or a problem locate something or someone find a structural weakness or vulnerable point access the memory logs which is view another time access the cameras which is view another place stay connected which is gain plus one forward on another slice I guess find a structural weakness or a vulnerable point would be good to start. Yeah. So you are in the hangar bay of this facility. You can tell in here that there isn't power running throughout this whole place, but there is some power in the main computer core, uh, which in terms of vulnerabilities for the station, that is definitely. One, if you caused havoc there, you could cause some serious damage to this facility. Okay. And for my extra, is there any way I can cause a distraction or a problem, like, far enough away? Like, I don't want to be the distraction, but I mean, like, can I, like, blow something up through, like, (laughs) through hacking the system? I think that you could divert some power here to turn on some structures or something like that. But you tell me what you want to do. How, how do you want to cause a destruction? Or cause a distraction? Can I make like a siren of some sort go off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would that 
would that make the people stop shooting at, at my friends is what I mean. I think it would certainly distract them long enough to where it could help Rook and Irva get closer. Yeah. Yeah, then I think like some sort of inner siren goes off. Yeah, awesome. So you are able to di- divert some power to back into this uh, mostly dormant hangar bay, and a one of those alarms starts going off, those imperial alarms, and um, and the shooter stops laying down fire for a moment. Um, so Rook and Irva, as you approach this shooter, trying to trying to remain under cover, uh, you see them react to this uh, to this siren, and um, they start they sort of like they stop firing just enough to look around for a little bit. Uh, what do you guys do? It's up on a ship, you said. Mm-hmm. How high is that ship? Is it like hovering off the ground? The ship is not, um, a, uh, it's not a working it's ship. Working. Oh, okay. They're just on top uh, So it. it's like, uh, it's like one of those Imperial shuttles that with the, you know, the three kind of sails that fold up and down. Can I see the shooter? The shooter is kind of uh, remaining hidden. They've just kind of stopped firing for a moment. Yeah, I think you'd have to get a a higher vantage point or closer to see. But the, the problem is, is this... Distraction isn't going to last for very long, um, so you're going to need to do something else to get closer. I mean, you can see where they are. You just can't see them. way that I can use the force to get closer. Uh, you're, you could jump on top of another ship that's closer to you. Yeah, I would like to do that, I guess. I think that's my best bet, because my blaster's just close to mid. He's further away than that. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the best thing I can do is just try to jump on top of another ship. Sure. Just to tr- gain ground. Yeah, I think using the force to like fully leap on top of a ship counts. Yeah, we're all. Why don't you use the force? Right. That is a ten. Yep, a ten. Yeah. Then you soar uh, supernaturally up into the sky. The sound of of wind through your robes. Uh, kind of whips up around you and you land gracefully on top. Drug. And yeah, can I get a look? Do I do I see anything as far as the sniper goes? You hear this alarm continue to go off and the shooter starts to realize that uh, nothing else is coming and you can see them a little bit better. They're still pretty far away but you see their rifle uh, propped up on the ship, and you see they're wearing uh, some kind of a helmet with a very smooth surface. It is uh, mostly kind of a bluish color. Okay. Are they next to anything? They're up kind of on this dilapidated ship, so there's nothing really up there with them, no. Okay. I don't know what I have to roll for this. Well, I'm sure this might be a multiple roll thing. Okay. Because I'm still trying to be, like, conspicuous, but I want to fire at them. Okay. But I want to use the force to collapse the ship that they're sitting on. Like the roof of the ship that they're sitting on. 
Oh, interesting. I'm gonna say, I mean, you're still pretty far. I, I, I think that's something within your capabilities as a force user, but I think you're gonna need to get closer to do that. Yeah, because the fire at them is more of just a, oh, look, I'm shooting at them. Yeah, you're exactly, you're, this is the suppressing fire here, I think. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna hit him to do damage. The best you can hope for is to get close enough that they, uh, that they kind of duck for cover. Uh, so why don't you roll use the force for this shot? Okay. That is a... That's an 11. Yeah, then you you shoot pretty close to their head, and they are forced to dup, uh, dip into cover. Rook, you, uh, you have some more time to get closer uh, as uh, your Jedi friend... Uh, lays down that suppressing fire Whoa. and starts to like leap hey, from hey, ship he, top to ship. Hey, he he don't know that. He he My don't, guard friend. He don't know me. <laughs> okay. Don't you your, don't you put that on me. Your crewmate. Yeah, I'm going to get up to the ship as quick as I can, and I have a little more streamlined compared to a, a regular Mandalorian that you might be used to. I do not have a jetpack, but I do have these rocket boosters on my boots. So with a mix of my fiber cord grappling hook and my boots, I'm going to try to run up and get on top of the ship. Cool. Uh, yeah, you, I think at this point you are able to get up there. You leap your rocket thrusters come on and you use your fiber cord to pull yourself even, even faster up there. Ducking from Irva's suppressing blaster fire, you see Harn Ketliff, uh, a known bounty hunter. You actually know her pretty well, or you know of her at least. Uh, you described a helmet earlier, is she a Mandalorian? No, she's just wearing a full set of armor, not Mandalorian though. Han, you shot me. It's not Han Solo. Han. <laughs> With your accent, though, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Rook, is that you? Might have some blood, yeah. Well, why don't you turn back around? This is my score. You're here for Dr. Nelgrim. Yep, like I said, this is my score. I was here first. You better turn around. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna pull out my vibro knife and hold it menacingly. She reaches for uh, something on her back that folds out, and it's a... I don't actually know how to say this word. <laughs> Volge? Is that a word? I've never heard that word spell it. V-O-U-L-G-E. Uh, okay, it's a sword, it looks like. Volge pronunciation? Sounds like a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Volge. Volge. Cool. Sounds like, a like V A L G E. Volge. <laughs> Looks like a dildo. <laughs> no, come on. Does not. That's enormous. <laughs> and bladed. Oh, you prudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Uh, she reaches for something on her back that is kind of folded up and put away, and it folds out into a vibro volge. <laughs> but I'm the asshole okay. here. <laughs> vibro swords and vibro yeah. knives and vibro weapons are a big thing in Star Wars. They're also a big thing in so, our house. So is, so is Jizz. No, they're not. Don't lie. 
we're a very sex positive <laughs> podcast here. Irva, are you still wanting to collapse the roof? <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. I absolutely want to collapse this roof. Then why don't you roll? Uh, you would have gotten up there about the same time. So yeah, why don't you roll? Use the force. That is an eight. Yeah, I'm going to say that the... I, <laughs> sorry, Cap. I'm going to say that the price to pay here is that Rook does not see you coming and they both fall down into the ship. This is twice now that somebody else's rolls have fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very strange. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. Everybody has fucking bad luck charm except for me, I guess. I've told you about standing on ancient vehicles. <laughs> Metal decays like the sands of time. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> You use the force to just uh, pull downward and the roof of this shuttle vehicle collapses and both bounty hunters who are about to go at each other's throats uh, fall down into the cabin of this ship. Drug! Hello there, and thank you for listening to Shrimp and Crits. This is a very special surprise bonus episode where we play a game that Cap and I have been working on called Lightside. If you'd like to try Lightside, you can go to my itch page, which can be found at modlingames.com. That's M-A-U-D-L-I-N-G-A-M-E-S.com. You can also go to I-A-N-M-A-U-L-D-I-N dot itch dot I-O and you can find it there. It's totally free. It's uh, a work in progress and I would love your feedback. If you read Lightside and you have any questions about it or if you play it and you have feedback or uh, if you just want to tell me what you think about it, you can contact me at ian at modlingames.com which is I-A-N at M-A-U-D-L-I-N-G-A-M-E-S dot com. Uh, all of these links, all of this info will be in the show notes. So feel free to contact me on Twitter, too, at Ian Malden. That's I-A-N-M-A-U-L-D-I-N. Star Wars is so near and dear to my heart that it, it, it is such a just a pleasure to make this episode for you. It's been something I've been very excited about. And uh, yeah, I hope you love it. I hope you love it. Uh, shout out to our patrons. Thank you very much for being patient with me. I haven't posted anything in, uh, in a little while. So thank you for being patient as we focus on the finale. And uh, now that the finale is done, which I hope you, I hope you enjoyed the finale, by the way. Uh, we were really pleased with how it turned out. Really happy with all the feedback we've gotten. And really happy with all the questions for our Q&A, which we just recorded. So um, thank you for all of your questions. There were so, so many, and we answered as many as we could. I think this is our best Q&A yet. I'm very excited. So um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits. 
Uh, please rate us on the podcatcher of your choice if it allows. Or review us, follow, subscribe, whatever it lets you do. Please do that. It really helps us uh, with that algorithm or what have you. We're, of course, a bi-weekly show on Mondays. This episode is not our regular Monday release, uh, but we are we are right back to you this Monday, May 8th, with that Q&A. Really excited for you to hear it. We get into some cool, cool stuff. And with that, we'll get back to the episode. May the Force be with you. D1Q, you feel a very sudden presence behind you and even the rush of wind from something moving very quickly and you feel something hit your machinery hit the metal of your back and it is a restraining bolt <gasps> like a net <laughs> have i been no. netted <laughs> sorry no what's a restraining bolt fucking noob <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's why I, I took back <laughs> my laugh because i was the nerd in that situation that hey, knew what it was hey. no it's not you you don't know what a restraining bolt is why are you even playing this game katie <laughs> katie let me mansplain this to you <laughs> no a restraining bolt is a like a a a puck like a hockey puck looking thing maybe a little bit smaller that you can kind of magnetically uh i shouldn't say magnetically because the nerds will come at me do you know what a hockey puck is katie yes <laughs> Shut the, that's man's <laughs> it is a do you know what magnets are <laughs> uh. Anyway, you attach it to a droid, and the droid essentially has to now follow you. It's a temporary means of controlling a droid that you haven't programmed. And we, the audience, see a Jawa. And the Jawa starts to lead Dick (laughs) off towards one of the tunnels that leads deeper into this facility. Man, uh, Katie, is there anything you do? You say anything? Or do you what do you what do you, do you try to do anything? I wanted to gonk, but I think it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? How far away am I from them? From Rook and Irva? They're pretty far. They ran like basically a football field away from you to get to this sniper. Okay, I do have fluent and over six million forms of communication so i could talk to this java mm-hmm. i could try to use protocol and negotiate with this java. okay you have to say it in java and i'll translate it say, start, start just, just say dratini a lot you know like the pokemon dratini dratini <laughs> I think that they just continue to lead you back towards this tunnel. I don't think they answer you. We're going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, still, I think with that, they're just continuing to ignore you. How do you negotiate? I haven't even looked at the move negotiate. Uh, Negotiations is a basic move when you use your silver tongue, literally in your case. Literally. (laughs) 
<laughs> to try to talk your way out of a sticky situation or improve the terms of a deal, roll plus smooth. It's basically the same thing as manipulate someone. I have protocol, so I can use plus tech instead of smooth. I want to try, can I try to negotiate with? If you want to try negotiations, why don't you say something to try and talk your way out of this sticky situation first? Look, if you if you let me go, there might be some treasure involved if you just let me go. Yeah, I think that's good. Roll, I guess, plus tech because of your protocol move. It's an eight. Uh-oh. I mean, it could have been worse. <laughs> oh, they agree, but they gain influence over you. I think he already had it. <laughs> I'm on a leash right now. <laughs> well, uh, write, definitely write down that he has influence over you now because it mechanically makes you have minus one on rolls against them. Uh, they might do it so long as you owe them a favor. If you've asked too much, they'll tell you what it would take to sway them. So I'm going to say they might do it so long as you owe them a favor, and that favor is... Your credits! I do not want! <laughs> Return you to your friends, I will, but come with me, you must! Right now? Right now? Yeah, uh, that's, what, uh, that's what I said, yep. What's in it for me? Uh, I returned you to your friends, I will! I said that part already. I mean, I guess I have no choice but to trust this Jawa. Well, you, I mean, you have you have no choice because I got to uh, put a restraining bolt on you. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna follow up. I mean, I don't have a choice, but I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Irva. Yes. Irva, I'm gonna say that you feel a disturbance in the force, and you look back. And you see your droid companion being taken. You also, there is a hole in the top of this ship where you just collapsed. These two opposing bounty hunters into the ship. What do you do? <sighs> Sometimes I miss not having companions. <laughs> I feel like I have to deal with Rook. If you like, you can, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. You don't have to. Okay. All right, yeah, I will roll plus force. Uh, I rolled the wrong dice, but I got a 10, so that's fine. Okay, hold two. I told myself I wasn't using raised dice for this game. <laughs> well, no, no surprise there. Raised dice roll really well. <laughs> okay, first off, what here can I use to my advantage? There's probably a lot that you can use to your advantage. What here can I use to my advantage? What are you, to do what? What's your goal here? I think I want to make sure Rook's okay while going after the little one. Like, if there's some kind of barrier, I can separate him from the bounty hunter. Yeah, okay, this is what I'll say. So you see in front of you the the ship, the shuttle, with the hole in the roof from where you collapsed it. Those big wings, those kind of sail-like wings, uh, one of them is totally detached and lying on the ground. Uh, and you feel as though if you could channel the force uh, well enough, you could uh, throw that wing into the top of this ship that traps Harn and still allows an opening for Evan. Okay. 
And these are such good questions. Thank you. <laughs> Do I sense someone I hadn't anticipated being here? You sense that Jawa is very strong in the force. Oh my god, this is your OC. <laughs> and Jesus you, Christ. And you sense uh, that there, there's a very well-known Jedi Master named Nosferin. So this whole thing was just a backdoor to get your fucking OC out in the open. It really is your own character. <laughs> That's the, the DM's whole job is to create That's OC. A good point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean you created this one a year ago. <laughs> That's who has me right now specifically, or that's his leader? Well, you don't know, but that's who has you. Okay, okay I would like to use the force to trap the bounty hunter. All right, as you try to lift up this large wing, why don't you roll use the force? That is a 10. That's another 10. And you mean the other bounty hunter, right? Yeah, the one that is not you, exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you. I would like to sense that they were both childhood friends, and I would like to trap them both so they can talk about... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for you to talk about your feelings. You need to hash this out. <laughs> and, and I've got Jedi shit to deal with, so... <laughs> so yeah, you lift this wing and throw it into the top of the ship, but... Before that, we're going to go back to the inside and find out what was going on. So, Eben, you've just fallen into the cabin of this uh, shuttle ship, and there is a certain amount of debris in the air. But from it, you see a figure. You see Harn, and Harn has this non-Mandalorian armor. Uh, she has a dark helmet with kind of a smooth front. Like, you can't really tell what part of it is screen and what part of it is uh is just you know armor with her vibra bulge uh ready to strike you what do you do yeah i'm gonna pull up my vibra knife and get ready i'm gonna try to attack back when she gets close all right let's get a melee roll then when you attempt to strike an enemy with a melee weapon roll plus scruff have i we we have not fought yet though right Ooh, first one looks good okay nine on the dice plus one is a ten Okay, on a 10+, plus, you, you inflict harm upon one another and choose two. You can inflict one extra harm, suffer less harm, minus one, uh, gain the advantage, plus one to you or a crewmate, take something from them or outmaneuver them, say where they end up. I want to take something from them. What would you like to take from them? I would like to take the bounty puck. Interesting. I imagine it's just on their belt, and when they come at me with the knife, I'm going to try to roll to the side. Not roll, but maneuver to the side in this cabin so that they hit whatever's behind me, and then I'm going to try to take that puck. Okay. But we do do harm to each other. Yeah, you do do. How much harm do they do? I should ask. I do uh, one harm. Ignore armor. The Vibra Volge does two harm. Ignore armor. Yikes. So you are very agile with your Vibra Knife, and uh, her weapon is a little bit more bulkier, and she uh, she swipes you pretty good on the shoulder, but you are able to get a good cut in and grab that bounty puck and just sort of roll out of the way. Han, it has been a pleasure. And I'm going to rocket boot out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she's looking up at you. I mean, you can't see her face, but she is pissed. And as she makes a move to try and chase you, 
a the wing of this ship just wedges itself into the vessel and uh i think the thing collapses under the weight of this under the force of this and uh yeah for the foreseeable future she's trapped in this thing oh dear don't know where that came from someone's got the little one come on Ava, did you bring thermal detonators be honest what the truck just happened the wing was on top it fell down there's no time Someone has the little one. Unless you'd like to hang out here. Absolutely, Griffin. Not. Let's go. And we go. <laughs> and, and we go. You run across this hangar bay towards this tunnel that leads deeper into the facility that you that Irva saw D1Q being led. D1Q, as you are heading down this hallway, you... Uh, are able to finally get a mechanism. You're sort of a rare type of droid, especially to be fitted with a restraining bolt, being that the primary function of your design is to sweep and clean. I think you are able to get your scomp link around in a way that you can try to work against this restraining bolt if you'd like to try to slice it. Okay. I don't think the Jedi notices and is able to command you to stop it. It's a seven. Must be nice to get a bunch of tins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, seven is a, is hold one. And I guess you get to hold an extra for your scompling. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I guess I want to find a structural weakness or a vulnerable point in the restraining bolt. Sure. You get your scompling wedged into this restraining bolt, and you find that it is, it's a pretty faulty one. It seems to have been uh, kind of hastily designed. And you are able to find a, uh, find a weak point, find a place where you can kind of zap it. You could use your pea shooter, I think. Okay. Um, and I think for my extra, I'll ask one question from, I've got a bad feeling about this. And I guess I will do, what here can I use to my advantage? Because all I have is my pea shooter. I'm not very strong. Sure, sure. Certainly, you wouldn't want to take on a Jedi. Yeah. Unless. I know my place in this world, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You find from just observing your surroundings and also from hacking the terminal where you were before to get a, a general layout of this place, you are about to pass by a trash chute. <laughs> oh no. Great. Oh fuck. Do I want to do that? Do I want to go down a trash chute? On one hand, I love cleaning. <laughs> what could go wrong? And you know anyone that loves cleaning loves just getting in oh, the trash. Yeah. On the other hand, that's what I mean. I love it. <laughs> so it's like I want to clean it or I'm terrified because it's dirty. My implication isn't that you would want to get in trash. Yeah, it is that it is a way to get away from this person. How how far away is the trash chute? Like I'm assuming we're going like down a tunnel and it's coming up, right? Yeah, it, it's pretty dark in here. It's pretty dingy, not well kept. The walls are rusted in parts and dirty in others. And you are about to pass by it. So it's like you could do a quick maneuver to uh, shoot off the restraining bolt and try to uh, jump in this trash compactor before 
the Jedi is able to catch you. I don't hear them coming, do I? Rook and Irva. Not yet. <laughs> God. <sighs> I think I'm going to try the trash shoot. Okay. I think <laughs> that this is sort of tough to do before you're noticed and grabbed. So why don't you use the force? Oh, I fucking suck at that. Yeah, I figured. Okay. <laughs> you can always mark. No, you can't. You can mark. Oh, you can mark two harm. As a droid, you can mark two harm to roll with advantage, essentially, to push yourself. As any other playbook, you would mark dark side to push yourself, but the droid doesn't have a dark side meter, so you can push yourself by taking harm. Okay, I will do that. So you roll three die and take the better two. It's a seven. It's still a fucking seven. <laughs> okay, the Senate will offer you a worse outcome, difficult choice, or a price to pay. You fire off this restraining bolt with your pea shooter, and you start to float towards the trash compactor, and the Jedi moves towards you with incredible speed uh, you see sort of their limbs in several places at once as they just appear there at the opening to this trash compactor and they try to grab you as you float down uh, but it ends up kind of just jostling you around and you're going to hit the walls of this uh shoot as you fall usually your repulsor would slow your fall to a safe pace but you are uh, jostled around as you fall you're going to take one harm ignore armor can you do me a favor and add a like a horrible clanking in a metal shoot sound <laughs> <laughs> clink clank 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 <laughs> and uh you just hear from above you <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean fuck <laughs> Some nerd is listening to this podcast right now. I was like, actually, Utini means thank you. <laughs> oh, it's a shout of astonishment or surprise. Yeah. Fucking yeah, nailed it's, it's it. Fuck. Yeah, I feel like it's I literally. It. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's literally fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like it's a positive and negative, just like fuck. Should I say something going down? <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh, ee, ah. I hate trash. <laughs> and you plop into some trash just a splash noise a big wet pile of trash i fall face first because i can't i can't fall on my bottom so i imagine i just fall face first this facility has been abandoned for a hundred years but for some reason it's still just full of wet trash <laughs> it's very old it's only gotten worse yep Okay, with that, we're going to go back to Irva and Eben. You run down this hallway trying to catch up with your droid, and you find Jedi Master Nosfreen brushing off his robes in this hallway. Now that you're closer, you see that uh, the Jawa robe sort of has this uh, blue trim along the cuffs and around the hood, and it has the Jedi emblem on his shoulder. Am I aware of this Jedi Master? Do I know this Jedi Master? I think you would be. It's a, This is a pretty well-known Jedi. Are you reverting to your old ways and trying to steal my droid, Master Freen? You know this Jawa. I've heard of him. Where's our clanker? Irva, 
afraid that this would happen, I was. That if the Jedi Order you left to the dark side, you would fall. Hurt these people. I cannot let you. And Nosferine gets out their lightsaber, which looks like a reconfigured Jawa stun rifle. And a yellow blade comes out of it. You blasted fool. I've fallen to no dark side. I've found life. I hope you do someday. Now, where is my droid? Put that silly little trinket away. Your droid I was taking back to the facility to see what the intruders were doing here. But the little thing got away from me. Where did it go? <laughs> First, tell me what it is you're doing here. <sighs> Drock now. Excuse me, you fool. I will grab my little one out of the trash, and then we can talk. <laughs> I literally, I'm, I'm walking up, like I'm just walking up to the trash compactor like this is something <laughs> to be understood. I'm not even trying to fight. Just... I think that they stand, they move to stand in your way, and they say, What are you doing here? Listen, Jawa, I've got a nasty rash, and I need to see Dr. Nilgram. No one's talking to you, trash droid. <laughs> I'm the clean droid. Not anymore. <laughs> Hurt these people, I cannot let you. The way you speak is very confusing. Which people? The one I'm trying to get out of the trash, or the one that's trying to defend us both? Droids aren't people. I tell you, you're too hard on little one. You gonna fight this Jedi? Or what? I have no intention of fighting you. Master Nosferin, I know you mean well. Are they speaking Jawa, or is is he speaking common, or whatever? Basic. <laughs> okay, he, cool. He speaks basic, yeah. Fight you! I do not want... Well, then do you mind helping me get my little one that you lost? Nay, stole from me. Your droid, you must get, and then leave. <sighs> Sorry I am that I took your little one. It was only out of caution. A Jedi I did not expect to see in this place. Or a former one, at least. <laughs> Burn. You're telling me it's this kind of mentality is why the order is falling. I'll be on my way. Collect your droid and leave, but continue farther into the facility. I cannot let you. Any of you. And I think they put away their lightsaber and step away from the trash chute. As When they put their lightsaber away, I'm going to take out the bounty puck and activate it so you can see the bust of Dr. Nalgrin. I'm not leaving here. Without Dr. Nalgren. Too important. Nalgren's work is... Important to what? To the Force. To the galaxy. Fairy stories. What is it you plan to do? Here I am to protect Dr. Nalgren and his work. Fine. You pay me the credits for both these bounty pucks. And we'll be out of your hair. Have you got a hair? Don't ask. A bounty you cannot collect twice. But I've got two pucks. 
and I'm threatening you. <laughs> uh, why don't you try negotiations here? Can I borrow fervor? Just kidding. What'd you call me? I was <laughs> making a Ryan joke. I'm looking for there's negotiations. All right. I'm going to roll plus smooth. I'm going to push myself. Sure. Mark dark side. Will do. I'm good at smooth. Seven other dice plus two is nine. Okay, so on a seven and nine, they agree, but they gain influence over you. So you get influence. I think that you can tell that Nosfreen seems amused by your offer. So you get one credit, but then another one if you get them the preferred way. Cold was the preferred way. Which means dead. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Two credits I will give you. One for each puck. The Senate, is that a fair price? Yeah, I think that he's not willing to indulge that you would hurt this scientist yeah. if he's going to deal with you. So yeah, that's the that's the fair rate. But he adds... A strong ally a Mandalorian makes. When I call you, will you help? <sighs> yeah, all right. I believe you told us to be on our way, and we will. To fetch your droid, I will leave you. And Jedi Master Nosfreen turns to go. So that took a bit of time. Uh, Dick, <laughs> you're down in the trash compactor. Do you want to do anything while you're waiting for them to get you? Or do you even want to stay in this trash compactor? Or I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of trash. There's two hopefully no longer functional compactor walls. Uh, there is a door out of here, and there's the chute. I would say probably several chutes. I think my natural setting is kicking, and I'm just starting to clean. <laughs> just starting. To... <laughs> it's and beautiful it's, in here now. It's fruit. Oh my no, god! No, it's just fruitless, and there's just trash stuck, <laughs> stuck in my roller. <laughs> it's jammed. It's jammed crying. like a shitty vacuum. <laughs> I'm I'm sobbing. There's too much hair wrapped up in it. Oh, no. <laughs> there used to be a Wookiee here. <laughs> do remember that you're, you guys do have a mission that's not to kill that dude. So you, do, you are supposed to be looking for information. And you did find out where that information might be stored via a good role. Is there anything that's like an investigate a mystery to let me like look around? I almost said there's read a bad situation, but that's not true. <laughs> um, there's a gab fat. The gab fat. I've got a bad feeling about that. Ugh, but I have such shitty force. Okay. I'll try it. Oh my god, it's an 11 on the dice minus one. It's a 10. <laughs> wow. Okay, hold two. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> What's my best way out? There is a panel you could slice to just open the door that is on this level other than that i mean you could try to kind of your repulsor doesn't give you really the ability to climb mm -hmm. but maybe with the combination of your friends up there trying to help you can i ask what's my best way in as in when i sliced the first time would i know that maybe the door is a quicker way to the main computer where we're trying to get the information 
Oh, so what, oh, what's my best way in as in what's my, yeah, that's a great question, I think. Um, You remember when you got a brief glimpse at the schematics of this place. Having gone down in this trash room, you are now at a level where, yes, you could just continue on down the hall through some tunnels and get to the main computer core. The most direct way from here to the main computer core would be to go through that door, yeah. Okay. And do I still hear them talking with... Oh, there's a door down here and it's closer. (laughs) Closer to what? There's a door and it's closer to the main computer. Did you hit your head? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Meta, feet first, go down this trash chute. Close your mouth. (laughs) You know, I've got a helmet. This isn't my face. I wouldn't know the difference. You gracefully drop yourself into this trash chute, and you land and sink about waist deep in some garbage. Some garbo. That's what they call it in Star Wars. Garbo. <laughs> I moved out of the way. I want that to be clear. Nope. Erva. <laughs> <laughs> Irv, do you... Irv? You could call me Irva. Irva, do you Irv? <laughs> Irva, do you follow? Uh, yeah, I'll jump in behind, just slide down. Then also you splorch right in. Hey, do you wear shoes? Or you just got bird feet down there? No, I just have bird feet. Oh, I'm so sorry. You'd be sorry for yourself. You're going to be smelling those bird feet on the ship. <laughs> the whole ship always smells like bird feet. It is something we have just grown to love. I, no, I keep it clean. <laughs> I keep it clean. Everyone, then, I won't make you mm-hmm. roll to hack the door. I think it's probably not locked anyway. Everyone, you exit the trash compactor, leaving wet tracks of muddy garbage behind you. And you make your way down the hall to the main computer room. You get in there, and it's kind of this big room. It's very dimly lit. There is a large central pillar that has all of these little entry points to it. Um, There is a catwalk, a bridge, that leads to a central platform where there is some kind of access terminal there. Uh, What do you do? Do I slice it? Well, there's like a whole bunch of bridge to it, right? Yeah. It's like dangerous looking over a pit of nothing. Yeah, pretty big pit of nothing. Yeah. I mean, the, but the bridge isn't inherently dangerous. It doesn't look like it's structurally unsound. How far are we from the console, would you say? Ballpark? Um, Like far. Of a, a parsec? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three mil of parsecs, which is... Fuck. Six miles. Oh shit! It's a long ass bridge. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, it's like maybe fifty yards, probably less. Um, I can float, so like, can I just go for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone can walk on the bridge. It's a bridge. Okay, cool. <laughs> just making sure. Going, I was going to say, do I have the option to walk over the bridge? Because I would like to do that one. <laughs> The bridge collapses as you're all on it. Gosh, you really shouldn't have gone to that bridge. (laughs) As you all head across the bridge, you hear uh, little beeps, little beeps. But like a lot of them. Off the bridge. Sounds like I've got a telegram. It's my stomach. I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> One, you don't have a stomach. <laughs> Can I try to figure out what this baby is coming from? Uh, yeah, it's coming from all around you. <laughs> I mean... There's little blinking lights kind of all over this chamber. That's what I'm looking for. They all seem very distant. The ambient glow in this room is uh, like a red glow. Mm. And these lights also are little red lights blinking on and off. And they seem to be coming from small objects that are moving. Like, But it, 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 they're all pretty distant. Like, It looks like a, they seem to be like fireflies of sorts. Let's make this quick. Yes, quickly. Don't you mean quackly? No, no. <laughs> D, get a move on. Scrape out what you can, and we need to get out. Okay, I want to slice. Yeah, I'm going to say that you're going to need to do like an open a doorway kind of thing. You're trying to access something deep and latent within this machine. So yeah, why don't you roll plus tech for slice? That is a 10. Uh, 10 is hold two, so that's hold three for you. God dang, god dang. Ooh, okay, well, open a doorway. So here's what I'll say. You access the memory that is stored here, um, okay. but you can tell immediately a few things. That First of all, it's going to take you a minute to stay connected to this thing to download all of this information. And also that this memory chamber has been reactivated and is being actively used by someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have two holds. Okay, can I use one from I've got a bad feeling about this and say, well, you kind of just said that. I was going to say, do I sense someone I hadn't anticipated being here? That still works, right? Yeah, I can give you more information there. Okay, yeah. Do I sense someone I hadn't anticipated being here? Uh, I'm going to give you two things for this one. First of all, you realize now that you're in this system you see that there are security measures and that these blinking lights that are uh, that are easing closer to you and your companions are remote security droids and they are about to start firing on you but also someone else you hadn't anticipated being here you see that this memory log this memory room is getting power it's getting connected to the only part of the facility that has been reactivated um, and it's somewhere far above you in floors higher up you see that there have been new entries by a scientist named dr nalgren oh i feel like i should just do find a structural weakness or a vulnerable point to try to stop the security bots or whatever they are Oh, sure. Because um, that's the threat, the imminent threat right now. <laughs> I think that with that, you can tell that these security droids are acting of their own. They're programmed and stored. They're not connected to a command oh, shit. unit. <laughs> okay. So they are uh, basically what's going to have to happen here is they're going to have to defend you while uh, while these things try to stop you from doing what you're doing. There's no way to shut them all down in tandem. You have to shut them down with violence. <laughs> okay, so I'm downloading the information that we need, though, right? Yep. It's basically what you're saying. It's just taking time. Mm-hmm. I've got the information, but I have to download it, and those things can't be stopped. Can you hold them off? A little bit of target practice. 
Drakia. Be with haste, my little one. Over if you got them thermal detonators. Now's the good time to use them. I don't know what you are <laughs> talking about, you imbecile. <laughs> I start wrist blasting out into the red dots. Uh, yeah, why don't you roll blast them? I'd love to. Thank you for asking. That's plus smooth. Uh, eight on the dice plus three is 11. Fuck. Yeah, you get a clear shot. Deal your weapon's damage, which is two. Uh, three, because it's my signature weapon. Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you take out quite a few of these things, but others inch closer and begin to fire at mostly towards D1Q. Irva Eben is shooting off at some of these robots, taking them out pretty handily. What do you do? I will also shoot at some of these robots. Yeah, blast them. That is a nine. So blast them on a seven and nine. You actually have to choose one of these negative things. You have to move to get the shot, placing you in danger. You have to take what you can get, minus one harm, or you have to take several shots to get a hit. Your blaster needs to cool down or be reloaded. I will take several shots to get a hit. Okay, yeah. You shoot out into this cloud of remote droids until your uh, blaster kind of uh, clicks in an unexpected way and it stops shooting. But you do deal, uh, what is it, two harm? Yeah. So Eben and Irva, you take out quite a few of these droids that are in a cloud around you, uh, but they have started to fire at D1Q. Ow! Am I able to defend, or am I still... I'm going to say that these, yeah, this first round of okay. shots get through. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, how are you doing, D1Q? I'm two away from needing repair, basically. Yeah, so, yeah, your droid is not looking great, y'all. What do you do? I would say, D1Q, you know that you're about halfway done. I'm about halfway done. <laughs> My roll is jammed with hair. Now I've been shot. <laughs> Just... I'm going to try to blast him again. Okay, yep, they uh, continue to fire, mostly aiming towards D1Q. Yep. If you want to shoot at them, roll blast them. Uh, seven on the dice plus three is ten. Three damage again. Great, yeah, I mean, you are definitely slowing them, I think, between you and Irva. You've taken out enough of them where if you weren't doing so well, they would be swarming close enough to do even more damage to Dick. <laughs> Irva, what do you do? Okay, I would like to use the force to take a chunk of them and point them towards each other when they fire. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Roll plus force. God, please do well. Oh, I hope I do. I haven't pushed myself yet, though. Oh, I did. Well, nine plus two. Oh, perfect. That's eleven. You do have to push yourself before the roll. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? Okay. Well, I rolled an 11. Then you don't need to push yourself. So I don't need to push myself. <laughs> In fact, I, you know what? Pull up a chair. I feel, I, I feel bad. I have not marked, like, anything. No, that's great. You're super zen. I'll look behind and I'll see how many are shooting at my little one back here. I will look up, close my eyes, and I'll twist my fingers to turn as many droids as I can see in a formation that are together towards each other to shoot at each other. 
uh, amazing. So this is a pretty impressive effect. I think that you you're using the force in such a nuanced and interesting way, and you're able to turn a bunch of them uh, around and towards one another, and uh, that takes out about half of them as they fire at each other. That being said, the other ones have shot at D1Q. D, you're gonna take a you're gonna take another harm. A lot of these things have been destroyed, but you will take one more harm as you finish up your download here. How you look is that that doesn't kill you, does it? I'm one away. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> then uh yeah, just in the nick of uh in the nick of time here. You've completed your download and you, the three of you are on this platform. What do you do? What do you say? It's done. Yes, we are all going to run slash float yes. the way we came in now that we have the info. They are going to continue to fire at you as you run out unless someone wants to defend. Uh, I would like to defend. Uh, oh my God, I'm almost dead too. Do you want to do? I, I'm guessing I just have to say I'm defending one of them. No, you can defend both of them. Okay. I was just going to try to find some scrap metal just to throw across us or something. If you look around, you can see that some of these, like, uh, there's little pieces, little, I don't know what they are. They're probably like, um, they're probably like data cards or something plugged into this main computer core. You could like use the force to rip one of those out and defend with that, kind of like hold it over the three of you as you go. Mm hmm. I will do that. Let's get a defend roll then. Defend is scruff, right? Yes. Correct, yeah. I would like to push myself. I haven't taken any harm yet. When you push yourself, you take dark side. Yeah, it's only the droid that pushes themselves by taking harm. You mark dark side to push yourself. Okay. All right. So when you attempt to defend yourself or another crewmate from an incoming threat, roll plus scruff. That is a six and a five. One. Then, yeah, I think you're able to create a big enough shield over the three of you as you run out and you get to the hallways. <laughs> D, why are you breathing so heavy? Why are you breathing? I'm just mimicking you. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you begin to make your way back towards the exit and towards the ship. Dr. Now Green was also accessing the computer, and I can tell he's somewhere far above us. Bounty on Algrim's been settled. No need to worry. Oh. But very good job, D. Oh. Yes, little one. You got the data, though. Roger, Roger. Oh, I hate when you say that. And besides, Dr. Nalgren is right here. Oh, God! <laughs> From the shadows down another corridor you're passing through, uh, you see Harn Ketliff, and she has Dr. Nalgren uh, tied up with, uh, they're not called handcuffs, okay? This is Star Wars. They they're are called, serious. they're stun cuffs. She's got Dr. Nalgren in stun cuffs, and she has a blaster to the back of his head. Han, perfect. You dropped your puck back there. I'm going to throw her puck towards her on the ground. <laughs> You're giving her the puck? Yeah. That me settled. It's all yours. Right. We're going to get on our ship. And we're going to get off this rock. 
you throw the bounty puck to Harn, and she catches it with her non-dominant oh, shooting cool. hand, and she fires immediately a blast into the back of Dr. Nalgren's head. I want you to mark dark side for that. That's a pretty sinister thing to do, a pretty cold thing to do here. I don't get to respond to that. What would you have done? What, what do you want to do? I would force swipe the puck away and take my lightsaber out. This is happening very fast. Why don't you roll use the force? Okay. That's a seven. On a seven to nine, the Senate will offer you a worse outcome, a difficult choice, or a price to pay. Okay, so either she's going to catch this before you can push it, but you're going to push him away from the blaster fire, or you're going to push the puck and she's going to shoot him anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'll save his life. I would like to push him. How is that a hard choice? Her reason for finding you here is she needs the puck to cash in this bounty. So yeah, she reaches up with her left hand to grab the puck, and she grabs it and pulls the trigger. Uh, But as the blaster goes off, it just fires around the chamber as you uh, push Dr. Nalgren to the ground. What do the rest of you do? Uh, I have taken out my lightsaber. Ooh, like extended it? Yeah. You have a lightsaber? Oh, shit. What color is it? Golden. Hey, you owe me a credit. I told you she was a Jedi. (laughs) It's technically a dual saber. For dueling or with two blades? Two blades. Nice. Very cool. And there's a little feather hilt on each side. Oh. I thought a lot about it. (laughs) I love it. Um, I think that Harn immediately begins firing at you with her T6 Thunderer. Okay, and I know there's lightsaber mechanics. I think that's against other lightsabers. No, I think as long as I have my lightsaber up, plus one. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought you meant dueling mechanics. It gives you one armor because you just block shit. Irva, you can defend yourself here if you'd like to. Uh, Try to not take harm at all. All right. Because I'm picturing you fucking spinning this lightsaber, this dual-bladed lightsaber around. That's a seven? On a seven and nine, you're going to prevent the harm, but choose a drawback. You can take one harm, ignore armor, which you're trying specifically trying to <laughs> avoid, uh, which is funny. The enemy gains influence over you, or you take minus one forward. You know, I, I'll take one harm. That's fine. Because I'm actually, like, running at them, so I'm being a little reckless. Sure, yeah, that's fine. I think I scream in the middle of it, just, to the ship! Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're running. Floating. We're both very close to dead. (laughs) You guys run back to the ship? Towards the ship? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you swing your lightsaber around, uh, taking just a little bit of this blaster fire to the hip, and she begins to reach for her vibro-volge as you approach. Sounds so dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. You have the option to leave. Uh, great. I'll leave with Dr. Nalgren then. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> and why don't you roll melee here? <laughs> when you attempt to strike an enemy with a melee weapon, roll plus scruff. Uh, but yeah, you roll plus force with a lightsaber. Uh, that is a nine on the dice. So that's an 11. Okay, so you get to choose two. Inflict plus one harm. You can't pick the same one twice. Inflict plus one harm, suffer minus one harm, 
gain the advantage, which is plus one forward, take something from them, outmaneuver them. I would like to take something from them, and I would like to hit the mechanism that makes their vibrator work. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) And inflict one harm. Four harm, close defensive. Damn. Five harm? Yep. Lightsabers are fucking serious, man. You slice her pretty good across the chest plate of her armor. Um, It definitely sears through in certain places and uh, singes her flesh. Um, And you cut the vibravulge down the middle after she has swiped you with it for two harm. But you move your double-bladed lightsaber with such a uh, an erratic pattern it just moves through the hilt of this thing taking her hand with it you chop her uh her right hand off and she falls to the ground in pain and she looks up at you and she says i hate you <laughs> i'll say this sounds very familiar <laughs> Yes, high ground, all that stuff. I've seen the old movies. You can move on your way. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hollow tapes. Yes, <laughs> say it in a Star Wars way. <laughs> and Dr. Nalgren looks up at you and says, <laughs> Are you, are you going to sing? No, he doesn't say that at all. I forgot he was a cousin. (laughs) His little furry face looks up at you and he says, Garabajuda! Where's Master Freen? Kuradala! Hee-haw! What did you expect? (laughs) How do I know this language? Is there a way I can know this language? You have a protocol droid, (laughs) but it ran away. You have to bring him. I will close my lightsaber and put out my hand to help him up. You help him up. He's wearing a light gray lab coat, uh, and his fur sticks out from it in places. He comes with you, no problem. He, uh, once you meet back up with everyone, Jedi Master Nosfreen is grateful for your help for saving this scientist. And I think that they explain to you that they have found some rare equipment in this laboratory and they're able to make uh, pretty significant advances in medical science using, uh, not by uh, cloning by any means, but using... There was at, a, at some time uh, Kaminoan scientists in here, and there's a lot of Kaminoan uh, cloning equipment, and they're able to use that to uh, make advances in medical science here for the good of uh, of person kind in the galaxy. You were about to let him die. Huh? <laughs> you almost killed him. Your batteries are low. We need to get you on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that does it for my Star Wars mystery, uh, my mission that I've given you. <laughs> uh, you got the information. Did he kill Harn, or was Harn just, like, walking out with her hand in her other hand, sadly, as we flew away? <laughs> Harn, it, de- it depends. I, I didn't kill Harn. Okay. I specifically told Harn to run away. Yeah, then, yeah, Harn okay. lived to see another day, just barely. You got her down to two harm. 
but only one hand. <laughs> and she'll never be able to shoot again since you took her shooting oh. hand. There's no way oh to replace arms or sad. hands. <laughs> There's, we're joking. There's so many ways to get new arms in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously, so she has on the street robot hand now. And I made a nemesis. Look at us. It's great. Okay, now that we're finished with doing the Star War, I have some end-of-session questions for you from our game. Ooh. Ooh. So this is different from Monster of the Week, and it's more tailored around the masks way of doing end-of-session. You're going to each pick one of these questions. You can all pick the same one. You can all pick the same person. It doesn't matter. It's just whichever one kind of resonates with you. Um, but at the end of every session, everybody marks experience and chooses one of these things. Name one crewmate who did something that exemplified the light side. Tell them what it taught you. You both clear one dark side. Name one crewmate who showed their dark side. Tell them what made you feel uneasy. They mark dark side and you mark experience. Name one crewmate who really saved the day with their skill. Tell them what they did that you're envious of. You both mark experience, but you mark dark side. Name one crewmate or NPC that made an impression on you. Tell them if you were in awe or in fear of them. They gain influence over you, and you mark experience. You only get the benefit if you're able to give a clear example. If someone picks you to mark dark side, there's no hard feelings. It's part of the game. If you disagree with someone's choice for you, that's okay, too. Sometimes someone else's perspective of events is different from ours. These options are about how the events of the session made the crew member choosing them feel. Who wants to start? I'll start. I'll go. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Look at us. I'll start. What was the second one? The bad one? The, the bad one. Uh, name one crewmate who showed their dark side. Tell them what made you feel uneasy. They mark dark side and you mark experience. Okay, I'm going to pick Eben. What, what on earth could I have done that showed my dark side? <laughs> at the very end. Bum, bum, you bum, just wanted bum, to bum, just bum, murder everyone. Bum, 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 okay, bum. I think you're misremembering a little bit. <laughs> I just wanted to I, leave. I didn't want to murder I, anybody. I know you're a bounty hunter, but you wanted to kill that yuzzum? No, I was going to let Harn kill uh, Dr. Nalgren, and you are correct. That was a showing of my dark side. That's I'm very dark. glad it made you feel uneasy. <laughs> and I will mark dark side and you mark experience. I was so uncomfy. Uh, I was well, so uncomfy. To back that up, I'm going to name one crew member that saved the day with their skill, and I'm going to say it was D1Q. <gasps> Me? Because you you did that slicing in the middle of the room while we were getting shot at, and uh, you you saved the day. I, I'm, uh, tell them what I'm envious of. I'm envious that you get to float around like an adorable little ball, and I don't. <laughs> so you both mark experience but you mark dark side so you mark another am, dark i'm side. gonna become a full-ass <laughs> villain by the end of this i kind of love that honestly how about irva absolutely uh master nose frame definitely uh made a huge impression on me changed how i looked at the entire mission oh wow awesome well just because it's how i changed my mentality from this is a bounty to oh a Jedi Master is working with the bounty. That means I need to look more into this. Yeah. Ah. 
I do love that, like, Derva's perspective of the Jedi are all a bunch of dweebs, but, like, I still respect them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I they're, really enjoy that about your character. They're, they're idiots, but I still understand that they're not evil. Right. Right. They're out to do the right thing. Awesome. So, yeah, those free definitely had a huge impact on Irva and just the mission as a whole. That's what kind of shifted my gears. Cool. Well, they get influence over you, but you get to mark experience, which is pretty cool. So uh, did anybody, <laughs> anybody level up? No. <laughs> I leveled up. I am now the master of these fools. Does that, does that work? <laughs> yeah, sure. That works for me. <laughs> I'm the most powerful cleaning droid in the world. In the galaxy. Only this planet. Oh, yeah, this, this galaxy. <laughs> a Star War. Thanks for doing the Star War, everyone. Have a nice star. Have a Star War. Have a wonderful war. That's not good. Have a good war, everyone. Good night. Good war and good night, as we say in the galaxy far, far whistle. Good star, good war, and good night. Good stars. Good star. So you can just end the recording right now. <laughs> no, no, never. Star War forever. <laughs> on her ship her hand <laughs> her arm in her hand her other hand is detached her other arm in her other hand she <laughs> wait 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 what she may have lost the bounty but she'll never lose the star war <laughs> <laughs> okay that was, that was good that was good that was time just